0: ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity, and you wanna play it, now would be the time to do so. The
1: queen stays queen. He
0: said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have ripe bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I I, fell in, I I fell in love in this game.
1: Love at first sight. Her name is Candace. You
0: officially go down as the dumbest survivor
1: ever. Welcome to that okay. game. All personal, hey. We are a Survivor podcast here talk about all things Survivor. More specifically, the finale of Season 44. We made it. We have a new winner. Spoilers at the top. I don't know why you'd be listening to this finale recap if you <laughs> didn't want to know the spoiler. Yep. <laughs> Jam Jam is the winner. Season 44. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Tony, we have a, a new winner. In the survivor, we have universe. a new. Winner. Huh? How um so I think Jam Jam last week we we both had him as our number two prediction, I think, of the five that we knew going into the finale night. Mm-hmm. Uh right behind Carolyn. So we 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 were pretty strong that Jam Jam had a solid chance. Mm-hmm. Was there a point within the finale that you thought he was gonna take it? Either one of the tribal councils that we saw. During the final speeches? Was it not until the votes read? Like at what moment did you realize, like, oh, Jam Jam is gonna win this thing?
0: Honestly, I I was and I was working while I was watching. So there's never like full attention because I'll get a message and maybe miss something. That's just the reality of what I do. Um, but honestly, I didn't know until the votes were read. I was yeah. I was not like at a point where I was like, oh, for sure, one million percent him because everybody the jury is always like so complimentary of each other. And like you all did a great job and like they were like serving up softballs to each other. um And it was. Yeah. So I, I wasn't quite sure who it would be. And then to for him to win it by as much as he did was very surprising to me.
1: Yeah, I am right there with you. It wasn't until his name started getting read that
0: I was like, "Oh wow, he is taking this thing." And it was Once he had two jam jams th- in a row. It was like, "Oh, yep, he won the rest of them."
1: Right, right, right. And I almost like, I was, tr- I was like talking out loud while I was watching it. Uh, and the first vote was jam jam. I was like, "Okay, that's probably the only vote he's going to get." And I think it was like a vote for Heidi, maybe. Or maybe Heidi's vote mm-hmm. was first. I don't know. But it was like the two of them. It was like a Heidi vote and then Jam Jam vote. And I was like, OK, then like we'll see who the real winner is, you know, and then Jam Jam kept coming. And I was like, oh, wow, he took this thing. And so like I, I'm right there with you where I don't think there was like a specific moment where he just like completely destroyed the you know, final speeches or something. Or it was just kind of like this this very soft uh, win or like entry into mm-hmm. a win Uh, And so I'm like a little surprised in that way, but not in a bad way, you know, in no way as surprised as like last season with like a Gabler win. Um, Because, again, like I think we both think that Jam Jam was, you know, at least somewhat deserving, you know, and Mm -hmm. so it's not like super surprising. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't really pinpoint if there was like a big major reason he won as opposed to like Carolyn or Heidi.
0: Yeah, I think he just had the perception of him and Carson being in the driver's seat. And so he, well, Carson, I think the jury thought was in the driver's seat. And then Jam Jam just got a lot of the residual, like, no, we were working together. And Carolyn just never got that. I was nervous. I was really nervous Heidi was going to take it. Um, I would have been pumped because I called that from very early on. I was like, Heidi's got something. That would have been cool. But like, I just think that fire is overvalued. And so I would have been very upset if, like, just the fact that she took out Carson was enough to push her over the edge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple moments with her
1: final speech uh, where I think I think she did the best that she possibly could, you know, like in that mm-hmm. position. I think she kind of hit the points that did stand out to her um, and kind of separate herself from them. Uh, but I just don't know. I don't know what more she could have done at that point. I think, like, once you got to the final five, I think both of us had her pretty low on our predictions to win last week. And that was because like, even if she played like a perfect game all the way till the end, I don't know if that would have been enough. Um, But I mean, she did great. I'm very pleased with this final three. Uh, Definitely bomb. Carolyn didn't get any
0: votes. That's a, that's a tough one. (laughs) That's a tough one. I'm surprised she didn't. And maybe that's just, we were, we were blind to the fact that we liked her as much as we did, but There was an entire episode that was surrounded about around her knowing to play an idol for Carson. And she was like seen as the hero of that episode. So for her to get nothing was surprising, I think. Yeah. And then she even had
1: a chance to kind of talk about that in the final tribal too, you know, Mm -hmm. because I think like that was definitely a, a discussion we had of, was that a correct play or not? Did she waste an idol? And that question was brought up in, in, you know, different sort of words to describe that. Uh, and she did kind of defend that in a way, or at least give her reasoning. So, like, yeah, it was it definitely a little surprising. And I just don't know if it's, like, one of those things where, you know, maybe if they would have known it would have been a landslide for Jam Jam, maybe someone would have thrown her a vote just because, like, now in the ranking, she is, like, third place in the season. Uh, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I think she probably should have gotten more votes than Heidi, but that's just me.
0: <laughs> and that's always a hard thing. Like, we saw that at Winners at War where... And spoilers for all seasons, because I think we're going to talk about I want to talk about a couple other seasons later on comparatively. So just wanted to get that out there. And people know that, but I just wanted to be clear. But yeah, winners at war, Michelle didn't get anything and she should have like Mm -hmm. she definitely played a very good game and survived as long as she did. But people were scared to do that because they didn't want putting votes towards Michelle to cause Natalie to win. And so it's just like so challenging at that point.
1: Yeah, there was a whole uh, I saw a tweet that had several uh people on it, and it was like the uh, the robbed no votes of the 40s and survivor. And it was like Michelle, it was Owen, it was Xander, it was like all the people that final traveled that like should have at least got one vote but went home with
0: nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's tough because like. Yeah. You you say that they deserve a vote, but also like Jam Jam was, I think, a good winner. And so he was a good choice. Mm-hmm. But it's hard sometimes because like Heidi got a vote and it's like, did Heidi deserve that vote over Carolyn? It's, it's very complicated on how, how to piece that together. On whether yeah, or not you deserve it, votes. Right. It doesn't matter too much. I just think it's like unfortunate because like on
1: paper now, when you see the first, second, third place, that's how it's laid out. And people aren't necessarily like voting for second or third place, but that's how it kind of ends up, you know? And so you can't you can't throw out a pity vote just because you want someone to get second place. Uh, but like, I don't know, like maybe there's a way to change that in the future, but it's it's the most minor issue ever that's like – again very irrelevant mm-hmm. to anything within the game
0: yeah did who who did throw the vote to heidi i guess i didn't even see uh it was danny uh, i would have guessed it was danny let me that just
1: triple check because jeff asked him about it and uh danny danny
0: danny yep i don't think danny, danny was ever going to vote for anyone else
1: well uh the, well, jeff asked him about it in the quote-unquote reunion well after show i guess is what it's called now uh and he pretty much said it was because of the fire, you know. He liked that, which is such a Danny thing,
0: you know. He's it's like, on brand for Danny. <laughs> coming from the sure guy that was is. like,
1: "Hey, let's give up rice so we all compete. Like, let's be that season where we all compete, you know." So that's
0: that's what he values. <laughs> yeah, of course he does.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, let's back it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, uh, let's do that. Because I feel like there's so much that I want to say, but I want to like put it at the right yep. spot. So yeah, let's yep, do it. Let's I do a little chronological. <laughs>
1: Uh, so uh, we can just kind of group in that whole first tribal, uh, where Carson won immunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for Carson, second one, and all of a sudden Lauren becomes the biggest threat, which I was fascinated by because we had a Stun. whole conversation last week how she wasn't a threat. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of throwing out, at least I remember I was, that was like, hey, she has two immunity wins. Why aren't people talking about her? And turns out they are, and maybe they were, and we just weren't seeing it. Uh, mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, she's like the biggest target in the game. More yeah. so like we have to get her out or she's going to win the entire game.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
1: was shocking.
0: Yeah, and they talked about how strong her social bonds were. We didn't really see that. They talked about, I, I feel like... I feel like people talk about challenges, challenge wins aren't valued in final tribal council. I feel like that's a, con- a narrative that's happening. Have you heard that around a little bit? Yeah. Yep. So that that's a narrative, but it's so it's like undervalued at final tribal, but so overvalued when you're actually playing the game. So just the fact that she had won two immunities, everyone's terrified of that, even though once you get to the end, that's not actually the thing that's going to win you the game her social bonds were so that they talked about that a lot as well. But I thought that was a very interesting thing where that's such a terrifying thing. She was the new uh, who said it. she was the new Franny um, or shades of Franny or vibes of Fanny, Franny, whatever they said. But yeah, I just thought that was fascinating that suddenly she's the big target. And I guess you have to, you have to make the person that you're targeting seem like they're a big threat to make them worth getting out. Um, And maybe that was, some of the Tika three's way of making sure that they didn't turn on each other by making her look like such a massive threat. But yeah, yeah. I, I was very surprised.
1: Well, and it's even interesting because at that point in the game, I think you might've brought up last week, but like when you're that close, like, does it really matter if she wins her way to the end because you're already so close to getting to the end? And I would even add like seeing Heidi go to fire Uh, I don't have the exact number, but, like, it's a pretty large percentage of people who win that final immunity and then give it up anyways to go to fire. So, Mm -hmm. like, if if you are assume that they could potentially do that, this isn't like a, oh, one in three chance that they pick me to go to the end. This is a two out of three chance that they don't pick me to go against fire with them. You know, so, like, winning Mm -hmm. the last immunity isn't even that important because half the people give it up. So... Yeah, that's super fascinating. Um, I do want to note one thing, and this has come out in several exit interviews. Uh, I noticed it in Jamie's last week, uh, but mm-hmm. there were apparently a lot of close bonds that we didn't see on screen, uh, specifically with Lauren, Jamie, Carson, and Jam Jam. Uh, and that mm-hmm. a lot of that was strategic from Carson, Jam Jam, and they obviously weren't actually working with them. You know, It was just kind of like, let's yeah. keep them close. Uh, so there was that element to it. Uh, that Jamie noted that like we didn't actually see in the final edit of the show, like we actually had a four-person alliance, or so I thought, and so that's why there was a lot of trust there, and I think that does explain a lot of like the votes that we saw, where Lauren and Jamie were like, "How did they vote that way?" Well, it's because like we just didn't see all the, I guess, interpersonal relationships there. Ah, uh, so I I wonder if that has a lot to do with it too, of like Lauren's a threat because. You know, she built bonds with people um, and they also used the fact that she had so many friends on the jury, uh, which is always an interesting angle to take, because I think Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of a depressing outlook on the jury. Like they'll just vote for their original tribe. Um, Yeah. But I mean, if it's
0: an excuse to vote her out, I guess go for it. At one point, someone said of the Tika three, like we need a Tika on the jury. And I was like, what a wild thing to say right now. Like well, they, I think it was at the a best tribal card. council. I was like, oh my goodness. Well,
1: the best. Yeah, I think it was jam jam to Carolyn. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're like, well, we could use some Tika. And
0: like, yeah, I love them so much. The two of them. Because nah, if you have all three Tika, then they have to vote for a Tika. Like, you don't need that jam jam. It was just a wild thing to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very funny.
0: But I going into that challenge, obviously, they Carson was the big target going before the challenge. So, you, you know, Carson's going to win immunity. Uh, that's just how it goes most of the time, I feel like. But also, I saw the puzzle at the end, and I was like, okay, Carson wins the puzzle. Like, I just, there was no part of me that thought anyone was going to beat Carson in that puzzle. Um And that's how the final five immunity always is. It ends with some sort of puzzle. Sometimes it's the tower thing that Michelle likes to kick. It just kind of depends what it is. There's always a long, like, thing, whatever, and then a puzzle. And then the yeah. final one is always the ball switching, which I think is a really good final challenge because it's just focus but yeah yeah i i could see that coming from a mile away yeah totally agree uh the only thing
1: kind of the last thing i'll say about lauren is i do think it's interesting that we didn't see her painted as more of a threat earlier on in the season especially an mm-hmm. episode with her immunity win because last week she won immunity and you could have gave her the same storyline that carson had in this episode mm-hmm. where they show us uh everyone talking about her we need to get her out and then she wins immunity you know that would have been a super easy storyline and would have made this transition to this episode a little better so i don't know why they didn't do that you know why mm-hmm. why the emphasis wasn't on her being a threat her winning immunity kind of like
0: carson they had a little montage of them saying like we need to get her out but there was never like any level of any threat level that i really detected i remember I was just like, oh, they want to get Lauren out. That's a weird choice, but I guess of the three, like none of them are major threats in my opinion. So they just went with her.
1: They just went with her.
0: I am excited Uh, for the longer episodes so that we can see more of those bonds that we didn't get a chance to see as much. If they do do that. Does
1: that mean our episodes
0: are going to expand as well because we'll have more to talk about? Or do you
1: think we'll just have less uh, unintelligent predictions to talk about? ideally Unin- less uninformed scenarios yeah, uninformed, that
0: we where we're just like we have to explain what just happened but we have no idea because they didn't tell us that that's left true us on a cliffhanger. As, soon, as soon as
1: i started saying that i was like half of our episodes already are just us like speculating on what could have happened
0: yeah and then getting told that we're wrong the next <laughs> the next week I, I I would love to do a compilation of the
1: amount of predictions or theories we've had this season. This season specifically. I feel like the second next week's episode starts, we're like proven wrong immediately of like what we said. <laughs> <laughs> what we talked about for 15 minutes the week before. <laughs> I was like, oh, Franny's Franny intentionally voted the wrong way. He's like, nah, she just left
0: out the loop. <laughs> <laughs> we're dumb. We that was just one of my favorite it. ones.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh the only other thing with the lauren tribal council uh was the idol hunt
0: where we actually saw an idol up in the Mm -hmm. tree and no one found it uh i thought that was but they showed lauren doing a little look up into the sky and then i like that editing
1: i really thought we were going to be surprised at tribal i -hmm. really did uh and And the way
0: she just rolled over i was like oh oh no is she she pulling an amanda
1: yeah, yeah, I really thought that was going to be the way. Uh, and I I I I don't know, I think I'm fine that it didn't happen like that cuz I think idols
0: are definitely overpowered especially when there's that few people.
1: Mm-hmm. So, just let it happen naturally, it's, I
0: suppose. I feel like it's nice to know that one was out there and it just wasn't found. Cuz I feel like you see seasons with like Ben and Russell where it's just every single time they're just finding these idols and it's like how that's just not feasible that you're finding the idol every time. So then seeing other seasons where it's like, yeah, you might be good at searching for an idol, but sometimes it just doesn't – you just don't catch it. It doesn't catch your eye.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, And I, I would be very curious if there are other seasons where this had happened. Like how many idols throughout the show of Survivor have not been found that could mm-hmm. have been? That would be a fascinating thing.
0: Yeah, get like some B-roll of different seasons where it's like, oh, this – your favorite player of this season could have won and they were right cl- like right next to the idol and just didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Lauren goes home. Not
1: super surprising. Mm-mm. Once again, uh, well, there I guess there was like a sort of interesting
0: vote. Yeah, I, are you surprised that they didn't turn on, what, was it Carolyn at that point? Yeah, Jam Jam was talking about turning on Carolyn and then Carolyn also talked about turning on Jam Jam.
1: Well, yeah, it was just a lot of like, like, like once Lauren was voted out, like in hindsight, I was like, okay, obviously. But like going up to it, there was some confusion. Like I wasn't exactly sure because Carolyn, uh, Lauren, and Heidi, couldn't, couldn't I think of her? Mm-hmm. They were all kind of talking about Jam Jam after Carson took Jam Jam on the reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and I think Jam Jam knew that, like he knew it was either him or Lauren. So then, like, he wanted to throw a vote out there, um, towards Carolyn to so he wouldn't be the backup in case Lauren had an idol. Uh, so that that was a little interesting. Um, and so what ended up happening is he actually voted for Heidi. Uh, Lauren voted for Jam Jam, and then all the votes for Lauren. So I think that was like his backup plan was, okay, if she has an idol, at least I'll tie at with least there's Heidi. There's one vote here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a smart play on on his part, uh. But it was definitely back to the, oh no, is Tika gonna turn on each other? Is this is this the time? And it wasn't. And they surprisingly didn't. They they stayed firm. Yeah, I mean, do you think that there should have been a move here by one of them? I think it's it's hard to tell. Like, I I want to say yes. Like that would have been smart for, I, any of them. 'Cause I don't I don't know. I just don't personally view Lauren as like having a chance to win it. So like I wonder if Carolyn should have pushed more to get Jam Jam out, or if Carson should have made this. I, like I just don't know if there was another option there.
0: I think it's so dependent on who the biggest threat was at that point. Um based on based on the conversations, I feel like Carson was one of the bigger threats. And he was very confident that he was one of the bigger threats. And so that that's where a lot of that comes from. And so but he was safe. So that wasn't an option. And so would Carolyn turning on Jam Jam or Jam Jam turning on Carolyn and or Carson doing it to either of them? Would that be seen as like, oh, they're taking out their biggest threat? Or would it be like, oh, they took out somebody who actually wasn't like Would taking out Carolyn at that moment, seeing how many votes she got at final tribal. Would that be seen as a big move or not? I think it yeah. probably would because you're turning on your alliance for someone that people like, but yeah, I think yeah, for... it's really dependent on that.
1: I think for Jam Jam, it probably isn't the move, obviously because he won, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think like that's why I wonder like, should Carolyn have really pushed harder for Jam Jam here, or did she think that she actually had a chance to beat him in the final, you know? Or like for Carson's sake, I don't know how you can you know fix that whole thing because you weren't going to go for Heidi but like is there some way you can leverage something to turn um so I don't know it's too many hypotheticals to really go through all the options
0: yeah there's so many factors but it would have it it would have been interesting to see the Tika three turn on each other there um and see who had who had the balls to make the move essentially
1: yeah it's an interesting thought but I almost wonder like because I think jam jam winning at the final. I think part of that was like the loyalty aspect, you know mm-hmm. and I think like this modern day of survivor, it's so hard to tell what the jury values. and so like would they have viewed that as like not a good move?
0: I think that that's possible. that's absolutely possible. I think taking out Carson if he was a, if he was available to be taken out, that would have been the move that would have been a, a smart move because I think he was viewed. He, I, it's hard because he was the one that was saying that he was a big threat, and he was the he was the front runner. And we didn't really get other people saying that. So I'm judging it based on that and them showing us that he was that confident that getting rid of him would have been better for everybody else, right. But obviously, that wasn't an option at that point,
1: yeah, yeah. no, you're right. Um and that, I think that is the toughest part. and it'd be very interesting to see if he didn't win immunity. If his name would have been pushed a lot more. And I think mm-hmm. that would have been the ultimate test for like Carolyn and Jam Jam. Like, are they actually going to stick it out with him? Because uh, they they never really had a good chance to turn on him, especially because they're mm-hmm. all, the whole season. They were gunning after each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they I don't think they were ever going to link up and compare mm-hmm. notes and then be like, let's go for Carson instead. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the next tribal then. Which is essentially Heidi winning immunity and her big decision, who's going to fire? Uh, she pretty much admits right from the challenge after she has the thing around her neck. Hey, I might mm-hmm. go to fire.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very
1: open, very just like, let me just lay it
0: out. I'm probably going to do this. And that's that's what you have to do when you haven't done anything much the rest of the game. Like if you reach final five and you still haven't made any moves that you can really put to your name, you it's too late for me. Honestly, I feel like it's too late at that point. And so you just got to kind of hope that your relationships and you can like convince the jury. And that's one way that some people have been swayed before. And I was I was pleasantly surprised to see them not swayed by her deciding to go to fire. But she had to at that point.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And we've talked about this in previous seasons, how the fire making. I think season 40, especially where, you know, Boston Rob pretty much said, like, I'm not voting for Natalie because she didn't go to fire, um, mm-hmm. which I, I think in that situation was probably fair. The she, edge
0: of extinction piece of it makes that fair, I think. Right. Because that mm-hmm. that
1: was what made Chris Underwood win the game. Um, and so I think like edge of extinction. Yeah, you probably should go to fire
0: because you need to prove yourself. Um, if you I, go up against the biggest person and you need to prove yourself, like like if she took out Tony yes yeah i feel i could i could see that when making sense i don't know if i would have been happy about it but i could see it making sense
1: right exactly um and i think like in heidi's situation in her mind i think she kind of viewed it as the same you know like there's no edge of extinction but i think like she was self-aware enough to acknowledge like yeah i'm probably the weakest one of this three so i need to do something uh and i i I don't know. Like, I think it was probably the right move. Like, I think this Mm -hmm. gave her a better chance than not doing it than just going to final tribal on her own. And she got out Carson, who, you know, I mean, we can get to him in a second. But, like, I I think he might have – I actually, I think he would have won the game. I really do at this point, Mm -hmm. Um, which is maybe shocking to hear me say because I haven't been saying that all season. But, like, looking now at how the jury, like, responded to him or where they thought the moves were going, like, I think she made the right call in – getting him out that way
0: yeah absolutely and and yeah at that point it's just you got to do it and you got to see if it gets you the win um you've played the rest of the game and you just got to kind of let it speak for itself and defend yourself as much as you can but she had to at that point otherwise she would she wouldn't have gotten danny's vote so she wouldn't have gotten any Mm -hmm. jam jam might have swept at that point well it depends uh, on uh, who she sent into fire like if she sends jam jam against carson or carolyn against carson yeah, that just changes who takes out the big favorite at that point.
1: Right. And that's, I think that's the toughest thing. Cause like, let's say Jam Jam and Carson go. If Jam Jam wins, well, that's even more to his resume that he already won.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Carson wins, he's viewed as the biggest threat. So I think like that is the tough part is like when you throw two big threats into fire, one of them is going to come out even a stronger threat to win.
0: Mm-hmm. I just want to mention. It was obvious. Like, yeah, they were foreshadowing that Carson was going to be in fire the whole time. Yep. That's absolutely what that was. I was, You were right. Yep. You, you I did send it. you that that Reddit post that was very
1: funny. I died. <laughs> it, it When it ended with uh, his name being spelled out, C.
0: Arson. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> brilliant. It was essentially a post saying that uh, he's going to burn down the camp. It's not that he's going to be put into fire. He's going to burn down the camp. Yeah, because
1: at that point, I think like it was a very popular theory on the internet. Looked like he was going to fire, so I think it was just trying to like one up it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you guys, you don't even know the extent of
0: the fire he's going to make. <laughs> yeah, and I do, I do think he is one of the better all-around players this season. But that was his Achilles' heel, and that's just how I'm. I'm kind, I'm over fire. Uh, I think a lot of people have been in that place for a while. My thing right after this season is people are almost too good at it now where it's not like a novel thing to like to be able to have two seasons in a row where people get it within like a minute or two. Like that's that's a far cry from when uh in season 13, the two I can't remember their names. The two girls Where it just went on forever, right? For it was like an hour and a half. They gave them Mm -hmm. (laughs) I might give them lighters by the end. Like they they just took forever and could not figure out how to make fire. Like that was such a I was more fun to me, honestly, than this or like seeing people's fires start and then go out. But now people are too smart and too good at it that that doesn't happen. And yeah, yeah, it's just and yeah, that's preparation. But still, it's it's tough. Well, it's the same thing we've been saying all season with
1: with the puzzles and when they brought their whole tribe to tribal council because they knew they were going to go to a different camp. And it's like Mm -hmm. you can only be so predictable for so long because you get rewarded by being a super fan. And I don't know if that should be the case because, like, I think fire making used to be, hey, this is a skill that hopefully you learned during your time on Survivor. Mm -hmm. But now you have people that just practice at home. And so, like, I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, it's it's kind of boring when it's this fast. I mean, kudos to Heidi for breaking the record. Like, that's incredible. Uh, and I will note, I just uh, rewatched this part of episode one because I thought I remembered, but she was the first one to make fire at Soka. And that mm-hmm. was kind of her introduction. Uh, so as much as there was foreshadowing for Carson, it was also right there for Heidi as well, uh, where her whole intro to the season was hey, look at this person who can make fire when no one else on Soka can. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: I think I might have mentioned that a few weeks ago when I was talking about Carson going to fire, like maybe he goes again, up against Heidi because of that. But I'm not confident enough that I did say it to, to you might have fully. You yeah. might have, and I
1: just wasn't listening. That happens.
0: I said a lot of things. Um. <laughs> so Tyson on his podcast was talking about fire, and he proposed this idea that instead of it being fire every time, Every season, the person is is given the ability to say who does the challenge as it is and also what kind of challenge. So you're given like, okay, you can choose a physical challenge, an endurance challenge, a mental like puzzle like you get to choose what challenge is being done and then pick the two that are doing it. So you can almost. It's it's a little bit still tough because you can just build some do something that someone is awful at and then it would just be a blowout every time but it adds that layer of strategy or maybe it's like a wheel that you spin as opposed to that and then you can pick um but having something more than just fire every single time like it's almost too predictable and it's just so much different than just voting and how the votes go so yeah i yeah I'm a little bitter because Carson was my favorite and Jesse was my favorite. And so I've seen a couple seasons in a row losing my favorite person at the final uh, at final four. But that's that's how the game goes. So like and I'm happy with Jam Jam as a winner. But that was something that he had proposed.
1: Well, that's it's interesting, too, because a lot of people kind of speculate that fire was kind of proposed to avoid having people's favorites go out at that four spot. Because uh, there was like a lot of seasons where that ha- happened. It was uh, Malcolm, it happened to, it happened mm-hmm. to David um, on Millennials vs. Gen X. And so that was kind of the theory for a while, where Final Four was the easy place where, hey, these three people are going to go for the biggest target. It's an easy mm. vote. There's nowhere to hide. You can't do idols. So if they don't win immunity easy let's just take the three of us who aren't as don't have a big enough resume as this person Mm -hmm. um and so i think it's fascinating that that this doesn't even prevent that where the favorites are still going home you know like you said the jesse the the rick devins right like it's all these uh people that are like fan favorites big threats they're still going Mm -hmm. home at that final four spot so i just don't think you can prevent that from happening
0: no and Yes, it gives them a fighting chance, no matter what. It always gives them a fighting chance. But because it's the same thing every time, the people who aren't as aren't those fan favorites can be more prepared for it right. Yes, which uh, so can the favorites but yeah, it's it's tough It's with tough. It's with so how weird... much preparation Carson did. He was like, "I can make a fire in under three minutes." And he had a fire going, and if he had time, he could have built that to the point where it probably would have ah uh, cut the wire. but it she just happened to get it faster
1: well, that's the thing I think is like Carson had a good fire. I think if he was playing anyone else, maybe in another season as well, like he probably could' have mm-hmm. won, he just happened to be going against the the record holder, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, what do you do there? You know, she would have beat anyone. In any mm-hmm. season, she wouldn't literally been anyone ever. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: So it's just like it. It's tough. I get it. But I do think like if it was just a vote, perhaps Carson would have gone to, you know, like mm-hmm. there's no saying that like. Fire was the reason he went out, I think. It's one of those things where it's like you got to set yourself up so that you're not put in that position, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hardest part of like a game like this. It's like, how do I get to the end? But like actually get to the end, and how do I set myself up like with these relationships so that I'm not put in this position where I had to fight
0: for my life at the end? It it puts so much value on immunities right at the end, like so much value. You have to win at the en- at the end to get there. So if you if you have a good resume, that that's it. We're losing the best players because you have to win those challenges at the end. And you have to create a resume before you get there. Yeah, it's just, I don't think there's a perfect way to do it. I think there's ways that it can be adjusted, but I I don't think fire is necessarily the worst thing in the world.
1: No, it could be worse, could be better, but that's that's why we love this show, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's always something to (laughs) point out.
0: (laughs) It is. I think people love Survivor because some seasons they hate and some seasons they love. Like you don't get what you want every time. If you did, I feel like it wouldn't be as fun.
1: Hmm, that's an interesting thought I'm trying to think Is there anything in life That I always get what I want And do I like that Sorry, I'm just processing My own life now No, that's fine People love to hate stuff It's true People love to be mad I'm a big proponent In recent that You need to just find things That you hate Mm -hmm. And I'm I actively I have been way more active Like in TikTok comments Just hating on stuff and here's why i think it's important to find something that you hate that isn't actually important because if you don't you're going to become really bitter to things that are uh, much more what what, what, am, what am i trying to say here like the people who get really upset over things that don't matter mm-hmm. i think that's good
0: it's a good okay. outlet
1: for your frustration and your anger or so when
0: it comes to things that do matter, you're not as irrationally angry about it, yes, yes, okay,
1: Ar- irrationally angry. That's a good way of putting it. I don't want because you can be angry about it, but you know, yeah. like I get all my rage out in this outlet, not this one.
0: Interesting, I know, I'm really and philosophical.
1: Smart, huh? <laughs>
0: I don't know if I agree with it but I'll think about it. I'll chew on it for a bit.
1: Yeah, process that one. I don't know if I agree with it
0: either, but it's something I'm worth, something I'm trying out for size. <laughs> but yeah, so Heidi won fire making, um she had to do it uh and she and she did it. It's interesting cuz Gabler set the record last year and I'm pretty sure and then she just set it again. So if this trend continues, it's like, well, people are going to be making fires in 30 seconds and then like what what are we doing? Like is this worth it anymore? um should people be practicing for sure i'm curious how many how much uh supplies they're given to practice throughout the season because you get back from mm-hmm. like a challenge and everybody's yeah. tired and you're trying to get the fire going again and it's like okay let's have the person who's super experienced making fire make fire instead of the person who stinks and is trying to get better spend an hour and a half trying to start this fire like it's it's a yeah. tough I wonder what, if they give them supplies or what that looks like. Well, and the
1: balance too, for yourself, if you're out there, you're like, Hey, do I want to get this practice in right now? And like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, like, Hey, I'll make the fire every single time. Right. But then like you're seen as like, Oh, they're good at fire. You know, we got to mm-hmm. get them out before, you know? So it's like, you want to keep that threat level down as well, but also mm-hmm. want to practice the fire. So how do you do that? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was it was heartwarming seeing like jam jam help carson um and just seeing how like he's going again he's potentially going against carson and it's an easy win yet he's sitting there helping carson and like supporting him and seeing just seeing how close those three are and the fact that they didn't turn on each other is kind of it's kind of a cool thing to see in modern survivor an alliance that sticks together and doesn't turn on each other at any point because I think we talked about a few weeks ago, every, like, are there alliances in Survivor anymore? Because everybody's always turning on each other, and can you trust anyone? And here's three that, yes, they considered it multiple times. Yes, Jam Jam and Carolyn had their fights or whatever, but they never turned on each other, and that's, I think, something special that we haven't seen in the past couple seasons.
1: Well, I don't know, because according to Jamie, alliances don't exist
0: in modern Survivor. So. Jamie doesn't Do you consider know what that? the game Survivor is. That was mean, but that's where I'm at.
1: We'll get to Jamie. Okay, we'll get to Jamie.
0: I look forward to it. We have
1: more. We're not done. <laughs> if you thought that Jamie was done this season, you're wrong.
0: Absolutely not. Uh, so we go final yeah, tribal. Yeah, final tribal.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was good. I don't know. <laughs> good speeches all around.
0: Like I said, it felt like a lot of the jury members were like, just lobbing people up, like lobbing up softballs to be like, Hey, just hit this out of the park. Just give us the answer we want. Sometimes they did. Sometimes they didn't give you exactly what they were looking for. And it's like, Oh, that's, that's going to hurt you. Um, Yeah. It was definitely a very straightforward
1: final tribal. There wasn't like any sort of bitterness or disagreement from the jury. It was, I don't know. Like I, I kind of wish there was more revelation that was kind of exposed there, as far as like, oh, here's something that you know. I don't. Know. I always love when it's like, hey, here's a move I did that no one actually realized I was doing that sort of thing, because uh, mm-hmm. I think like even that, I I thought it was a good. Que- I forget who asked it, but someone asked like, what is, what do you think our perception is of you, and is that correct? I thought it was a great question, you know, and that really sets them up to kind of have that sort of answer. And I don't know if they really had that. If I like everyone kind of like, yeah, you know what I did? I, I worked with Tika and I got here. Oh, yeah, you know what I did? My alliance got out, so I did fire. Like, here's mm-hmm. my game. And I don't know. I wasn't like super <laughs> excited to watch it, I guess.
0: Yeah, it didn't seem like anybody stood out or like killed it or anything. It was like, oh, they give fine answers across the board. Um, Gave them somewhat what they wanted, but not quite for it in some cases.
1: Yeah, I think the one thing I'm just disappointed at – well, I'm, I'm just in general disappointed that Carolyn didn't win because mm-hmm. you, everyone knows at this point my huge bias. I wanted her to win so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I had a little bit more closure with the whole final tribal, and I what I mean by that is I wish that there was some significant reason that she didn't win and that Jam Jam won you know like i mm-hmm. wish there was something like either she bombed final tribal or like he had just a killer final speech like mm-hmm. something to be like okay that is why he won and that is why the jury viewed you know this final tribal as a win for him and I, it just didn't feel like that happened it felt like a very like i said at the beginning of this episode like a, a soft winner entry uh, mm-hmm. where it it wasn't super clear like if there was a big reason at all for why it ended the way it did
0: yeah. And then I saw um Fishback tweeted and he was like, just a reminder, they the jurors just kind of vote however they feel in the moment. And then they can come up like they come up with reasoning afterwards. A lot of times it's like somebody says, oh, I bet they voted because of this. And they're like, oh, I'm going to take that. Yeah, that's why I voted that way. Like just to like you don't know what why these people voted the way that they voted. um, And it, you'll never really know for sure unless you were there in that moment. um. But yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel like anybody ran away with it. It felt like they were more even than the votes fell. Ah, uh, it was an interest. It was an interesting final tribal. Yeah, at least
1: very curious, and I'm sure it's out there, and I just haven't done enough research on like every juror. But like, you know, I, I do want to like kind of look into more of see like what was their reasoning for the vote, uh, and like were they pretty close to voting for this person instead of this one, mm-hmm. um, because I think. Apart from last season, last season I don't even want to think about, like, you can always kind of see, like, okay, it makes sense that, like, Erica won. It made sense that Marianne won. Like, I can see how, you know, Xander kind of bombed the final tribal and this
0: and that. Mm -hmm.
1: And it just – that didn't exist here. And that's Mm -hmm. completely selfish. You know, I don't always get what I want. We went over that with Survivor.
0: Even but, with Gabler, you can see from that final tribal, like he's not answering anything like astoundingly, but you can see how the jury is reacting to what he's saying and buying into everything he's saying. And so when he won, it was like, oh, please, God, don't don't tell me that he's about to win this because you could kind of get that vibe where, yeah, where's this one that just didn't exist?
1: Yeah, and I I will say, I think, One of the things I wanted more of from Carolyn or Jam Jam even is I didn't feel like there was a huge push to separate their gameplay from the other person. And I think that probably what that's like what needed to happen for like Carolyn to win is like to hey like, hey, this is what I did that Jam Jam didn't do and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Because it just felt like everyone viewed them as a package and. They didn't really do a lot to you know, convince them otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even there was one point like Heidi, I, I again, I thought Heidi had the best performance, honestly, but mostly because she was coming from so far behind. So like, as well as she did in the final tribal, it wasn't enough because her handicap was so, you know, low. Mm-hmm. But like, I thought from where she started to where she ended, it was great. Cause she even had like a slight dig at one point. She's like, well, like I wasn't like them, you know, they had Carson who was like telling them what to do. And she just said that comment And like nobody said anything, I was like, guys, push back! Like, don't don't let her get away with that. That like Carson was the brain. Like, even if he was, like, no, 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 no.
0: Like, and they just didn't really do that. You yeah, you you can lie at final tribal council (laughs) all you want. I think of uh, JT in his final tribal council where he pretended to be more offended than he was, or like hurt that Fishbach would do something. Like there was something that happened in that final tribal where he's like oh wow and it made everybody feel bad for him and you, yeah like you can lie you can manipulate in any way you want there too Um, I thought that Heidi was a little annoyed with Heidi because the first question that's asked Jam Jam's answering and then she just cuts in right away and it's like whoa take it easy like calm down a little bit let them get going and then you can start interrupting or pushing back on things let everybody get set but no she was she was ready to go and that was a little off-putting for me um, but yeah, she definitely was the one that was fighting for herself more than, more than the other two.
1: I think with that moment specifically, I think I would have been more okay with it, but the fact that Jam Jam then corrected her right away, like what she was butting in with was incorrect. Cause she was like, well, you were working
0: with me too. And he's like, no, we played you. And she's like, oh, okay. And then it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. tough. <laughs> I, I think for first, second and third, I wish they did ranked voting instead of just like voting for first place hmm like maybe not but maybe sure. they still write the for their first place vote but like if everybody was like first place jam jam second place carolyn and then heidi but now heidi is forever in second place like that's kind of annoying and second place gets more gets a prize right they get like fifty thousand or something i think so is I, that feel not like, I feel anymore? like that's
1: correct uh it's not like yeah. announced but i'm pretty sure it's like kind of because like you do i'm pretty sure get Paid differently like how far you make it and if you make jury mm-hmm. I, I think that's still a thing um mm-hmm. it's just not like as public as obviously the winners yeah uh yeah i'd be okay with the rank choice i think the only issue with that is like there's always the potential that the votes could and just in the exact correct way for someone who doesn't get a first place vote at all to win you know like if yeah. if the first and third place get enough like First, third, first, third. And then every like caroling, gets all the second place. So I think like, if there was a way to prevent that, maybe um, I'd be okay. Cause like,
0: I just don't think that should be the case. <laughs> I don't think it'd be possible if she just got all second place votes, but if she got like a first or two and then all second place, then yeah, she could sneak up and win it when she, and that's why I think it'd be just behind closed doors for second and third place because the first place vote is all that really matters for who wins. But yeah, it would probably get too complicated because of that. I think that's a fair point. Yeah.
1: But who knows? Uh, I did love how Carson was coaching Carolyn behind uh, mm-hmm. someone's. It's what a guy just literally trying to, <laughs> trying to help her win. and then doesn't vote for her, but you know, whatever. But I thought that was very sweet of him to kind of mm-hmm. help. He push seems her.
0: so genuine. <laughs>
1: He's just happy for everyone. He's so happy that everyone is here
0: and everyone's doing their best. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Oh, one thing. One other thing. Sorry, I just thought of it that I didn't that I didn't enjoy about that final tribal. I hate. When it's like, oh, if you vote for me, then you'll be voting for the oldest woman to ever win. Like once you start bringing in stuff like that, like let's make history, it's like get directly out of my face. Like, I don't need that crap. I don't care about that crap. I'm voting for who won the best game, not who is the oldest woman in the game. Like, what What do you think we're doing here? I think representation matters, absolutely, but you shouldn't vote based on that representation. When they started diversifying, um, at least racially. I think age-wise, it's still skewed very, very young. Sure. But just like in the past few seasons, we've had so many different people win different... um cultures and different uh ethnicities win and it's just been super cool to see but i hate when it's like vote for me like so that this happens it's like no i'm going to vote for whoever played the best get up no that's just not going to be a thing
1: yeah i think the only uh pushback i'd give is if it wins it's a good move
0: yeah absolutely i think <laughs> that's the, you know I, th- I don't know i think it's a yeah and that's that's fair all bets are off but if i vote because of that i think you suck <laughs> like I think, I think it's
1: I think I view that similar and I don't the, the weird thing is like I don't think she was doing it as a game move I would be more okay if it was a game move like if she's leveraging that
0: mm-hmm.
1: cool you know I think it's similar to like what you just said like JT kind of lying about in Final Tribal you know like mm-hmm. emphasizing something just to get votes like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think go for it but I agree I, I would not vote like that like I wouldn't vote along those lines but if you find someone that would vote for that reason and you get that vote, I don't know. I think that's like that's the tough part about the game is that there's not like a correct way to get someone's vote, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like they the jury doesn't have to sign something that says, like, I'm not going to vote based on this. I'm going to vote based on game only. Yeah,
0: or... they can vote on whatever they want. And that's one of the things that's challenging is it's like you yeah, can make a pact and vote for whoever even if they stink and it's just frustrating but games the game games the game that's why we love it uh after show do you
1: want to talk about that
0: yeah i the first thing i don't like that we don't get to see the the other cast members who have already left like i think that's mm-hmm, one of my least sure. favorite parts about that is that they aren't brought in to be a part of that conversation because they, they also played on the season, but then they... Like, what if Matthew was there and he was the one that got to reveal to Jamie that it was a fake idol that he, like, got her to find? Like, that's more fun to me than Jeff revealing that. Mm-hmm. But we don't get to see that because all of... And they're all on vacation, right? They all go and they're, like, on vacation for the rest of the time. So they yeah, easily could would be brought back so. in. Right.
1: Yeah, they don't no, just it, get
0: sent home because that's too obvious to like people at home.
1: Yeah, it it wouldn't be hard to do. Uh, I mean, my thing, uh, I don't know how I can't remember what we've all said in previous seasons at this point, but like, it's just always going to be the same thing. It's like, I don't care what these people have to say at this point in the game. I want to see them six months later and having yeah. watched the season and get their reaction. You know, like yeah, it's super fun to see Jamie like blindsided lot you know because we wouldn't have got that if it was like a live reunion six months later but mm-hmm. like outside of that these people don't have insight to the game because they haven't thought about it they haven't processed
0: they haven't talked about it you know so carolyn just got no votes at final tribal council she's not in a spot and she with like it's established she's emotional that's a challenging thing to just like emotionally get past to then be able to celebrate with people and like enjoy enjoy that time so she probably just hated it
1: right so like it's just i don't know what it adds i don't think it like i think all it is is just we're losing what we once had and i think that's
0: that's tragic i'm mourning what we had i almost wish we did a little bit of both where it's like oh yeah they have a little reunion that we get to see and there's that fun stuff with like that reveal to jamie things like that and then also, yeah, we have that reunion show, the live reunion show to be to see how everybody reacts and responds to it. Yeah. All right, so the Jamie thing.
1: It all makes sense now. Her arc. Yeah. We were just week after week, I was wondering why are we still talking about this idol? And it's because of this, right? Like it's all led up to this big reveal that mm-hmm. she didn't know at all. Yep. And yeah, it made her look yeah ridiculous. So here's my hypothetical that I've been processing, okay? And I apologize to everyone because this is probably not going to be super easy to follow, but it's worth it, okay? So nobody knew that her idol was fake. Okay, Exactly. I rewatched not even Carson. I thought that Carson might have. He didn't. Matthew told him that it was a real idol. Mm-hmm. So everyone thought that was a real idol. So let's say hypothetically the idol doesn't go home with Kane. Okay. It's still in the game. Let's say hypothetically, she does end up making it to the end and never has to use the idol. She pulls one of those where it's like, Hey, I had this idol the whole time. I never had to play it. That's add that to my resume. And then people vote based on that. Maybe she wins. Maybe she doesn't, but then it's not revealed until later that it was never a real idol to begin with. Mm Mm-hmm the fact that like we were kind of halfway there, obviously she wasn't going to get to, I don't know. Well, you know what I mean? Like we were making steps towards that scenario. I want to see that happen so bad.
0: That would have been great. And yeah, that I think that's fair game. That would have been a fascinating way to end the game. And like, yeah, it would have been very interesting. I feel like we talked about that when Kane was voted out, we mentioned like the possibility of her just going the whole game without knowing that it's fake and getting to the end. But I wish. Yeah, because
1: there's only two ways to know it's fake. Either you play it or the person who knows it's fake tells you. And so the fact that the person who knew it was fake was out of the game. But here's my my other, okay, this is another future survivor prepping, if I ever go on the show. What if you make a fake idol for yourself? And again, that's always risky because will people believe it's real or not? But like you pull that. So a final tribal, you pull this out and be like hey i found this weeks ago i never had to play it i made it the whole way
0: and you know would that be a good move or not Hmm. so all the people that found the idol and the fake idol at the beginning they just keep them both and it's like oh i'll just play it have the fake idol for later if i make it there i can be like i also had this idol never like that i like that that'd be an interesting move
1: Well, I mean, like it it wouldn't even have to be that like you could just say like, hey, but in that case, final five, I found an idol, but I didn't have to play it. So I just kept it. That's Mm -hmm. how that you know, and use that to like boost your social game or something. Mm -hmm. I I think I want to see that happen, because the jury would be so upset, post vote, knowing that that was all fake, like, (laughs) it would not go over well after the game. But like, for the sake of getting votes, I think that's a move.
0: That's the, yeah, but that's the game. You got to play, you got to play to win and manipulating the jury to vote would be awesome. Cause I, I yeah,
1: cause I'm just, tr- I was like trying to think like what other things could you just completely fabricate that there'd be no way to fact check, you know? And I think an idol is one of the few ones, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think Jeff would be like, call you out right there. Right. He couldn't right? like, no, you would have to go along with it, uh, I don't know. I like that a lot.
0: I'm a fan. I'm going to put that in my
1: back pocket and save that for later. <laughs> Good thing no one listens to this podcast, so no one will. Yep. shot <laughs> of <to> this strategy. <laughs> Easy.
0: Uh, uh, I think that's all I got, though, uh, based on that final tribal or that reunion. The, yeah. Anything I, else I, for you?
1: No, I think same. Uh, we got a preview of the next season. I don't know. It's people. Did you see who's on it? Uh, Bruce. Bruce, he's coming back. (laughs) Yep. He's 100% going to be the David of Survivor, right? Like, bringing him
0: back, and he's just a flop. Like, there's no way he can (laughs) be like... Yeah, I don't know why it was so like, we're bringing you back. They literally had a, a season where they had them pick teams at the beginning, and then the two people that didn't get picked got sent home. They never got to come back. They was just like, all right, screw you guys, see you later. Like I, it's wild to me that this time they're like, "Oh yeah, it's unfair what happened to you. We're bringing you back." Oops. Yeah, it, it's bizarre. And uh, I mean, Matthew's sitting right there, like,
1: give us a Matthew over him, right? Matthew's much more interesting. He Matthew is the reason that Jamie even has screen time this season. Honestly, honestly, not
0: not untrue. <laughs> he
1: he had more effect <laughs> on this season than almost anyone else
0: yeah like genuinely. let's go
1: down the list it's probably jam jam carolyn and then matthew the three most like <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh let's see what uh i talked to nick about this the other day um who, co-worker nick if you guys don't know he's he's been on the podcast before uh who how would you rank the winners in this new era of survivor
1: oh that's a good question so we got erica marianne gabler well, obviously, Gabler's number one, no question there, right?
0: Nathan, I need you to be serious here. <laughs>
1: uh, that's tough. You're gonna make me mad. I, I, I feel like I might put Jam Jam at number one. I, I haven't really thought about it, but I think I might.
0: Is that a crazy? I think thought? Marianne is the only one that I would be like. I would push back with. Uh she would be yeah, my number I think, two. I think I'd go Marianne one. Okay. And then Jam Jam two. Erica three. Gabler
1: three. Oh. Erica
0: Gabler, Gabler four. Not Gabler? Uh, certainly not. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think because I think I'd have to go back and kind of see Marianne's uh kind of like pre-merge and all that. Cause I think like for her, I know when we were recording, it was kind of a winner's edit that kind of snuck up on us in in a little mm-hmm. bit, not as much as Erica's. But I, I would want to see like how complete was her game where I think Jam Jam I can see the entire season. That's fair. His
0: resume. Start um, to finish. He had that resume where I feel like she started she was very good socially from the beginning, but like she made her moves at like six or seven. I think getting Omer out was a huge one for her.
1: Which I will um, say, I think her big moves I would maybe say are bigger than Jam Jam's biggest moves. Mm-hmm. I would agree. So I think it's just how you value a survivor move, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Do you want
1: big moves or a lot of subtle moves? Right. Like control of the whole game or just like making the best of your situation and then Mm -hmm. finishing it out. Absolutely. I think that's kind of the difference. Uh, And the best part is like Gabler did both. So that's why I would put him number one.
0: Mm. Sure. Uh, Anyways... (laughs) and and how do you feel about this new era now that we're four seasons deep i think
1: until they switch things up i think every season that we're recording, i'm going to be saying the same things mm-hmm. and that's complaining about people memorizing the puzzles people memorizing the advantages you know which those it's... are
0: those are issues from prior seasons like or at least the the challenges that's that's been Starting to be an issue for a while. Sure. I don't think that's, that's specific true. to the new era. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. Um, yeah, I just think like there's a lot of elements of the game that are very predictable now, mm-hmm. and I don't think they add anything. And like I've said all season, the more that they add, the more that people aren't using them. Like mm-hmm. this whole earn your way to the merge is just dumb semantics that like don't add anything to the game other than present yourself with like hey we have this new shocking twist that doesn't do anything but it's a new twist and so i i really think they need to switch it up like if they do the same thing again next season i think it's just going to be like that doesn't say anything to the quality of the players or the gameplay that's happening because i think that'll still vary like we'll have good seasons and bad seasons but i just i wish mm-hmm. that the controlled elements that the producers are uh kind of putting out there are a net positive mm-hmm. and i just think if at best it's neutral and doesn't matter
0: yeah i i would i would agree with all of that it's more variability i think would make it interesting but it's yeah it's it's not great but it's still survivor like it still has those elements and i'm still gonna watch it it's not in a state that i think big brother's in with a lot of people where i'm close to just being done with big brother because i'm just not enjoying it very much anymore um but survivor like yeah i'm still gonna watch season after season i'm still finding people that i enjoy i'm still seeing gameplay that i enjoy and so i'm gonna come back but i want improvements for sure
1: yeah it's always like this it it's always this was a good season despite the twists it's never this was a good season because of the twists
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely I, i think like we used to you know in the 20s and 30s every season was different in some way you know we whether it was like blood versus water where that was like a very dramatic shift whether it was uh redemption island whether it was two tribes versus three tribes to start off the game Mm -hmm. like the fact that there's no variation every single season has been the same format and then this season they're like we're going to mix it up and have one person go to a different tribe it's like well i'm glad you did that but like is that is that all you got like you used to be way more bold in Mm -hmm. switching it season to season
0: yeah yeah absolutely i i the themes were not great sometimes, but yeah, they they made things interesting and they just, it's been too stagnant for the past four seasons. And maybe it's just setting a base level and we're going to get more variability going forwards. And that's always possible, but still so far it's been lackluster overall compared to like peak. It's not peak survivor.
1: No, definitely not peak survivor. Not the worst it's been. Uh, It's just kind of, it, it's fun, you know? And I think um this season we had several solid episodes and i think overall like most of this cast i would be happy if they were announced to come back and i think that speaks Mm -hmm. to the quality of players this season uh and i think like we're ending with a winner that i can look back on this season fondly
0: as opposed to like last season where i don't want to think about it (laughs) absolutely that leads me to the last thing that i wanted to make sure we do nathan uh huh. I wanted to draft our favorite players from, this season? from the season, past four seasons,
1: four seasons.
0: Now that we're this deep, I mean,
1: can I like look up a list, or how's this? Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> you can look up a list. All right, let me just pull up four different tabs of Survivor seasons right now. Oh, that's a great idea.
0: I was gonna just like just wing it yeah well I have a bunch I I mean I plan to bring this up so I have some already in mind okay let me ask you um (laughs) do you remember Tiffany yeah
1: from 41 I'm just gonna throw out names that are just known what about Lydia Lydia and Daniel do you remember
0: Lydia and Daniel Daniel I forgot about (laughs) Daniel I forgot about Daniel for sure Uh,
1: what a big false flag that guy was yeah Okay, so are there? Oh, yeah, you, you you tell me. What do you, What do you have in mind here? Huh? What do you have in mind? Like, what are the rules? So how, what's the What's the structure of this? I figured snake draft. Okay.
0: Um, and it's literally just your favorite. You like your personal favorites. We're trying to create a team of our personal favorites.
1: This is so bogus because you've probably had days to like process this, and you're just like, surprise! Here you go okay who do I... i'll let i'll let you start then how many you, how many can we we're gonna do four each Four each do, is there like categories do we have to have one from each season nope
0: oh man this makes it this is tough basically making a mount rushmore
1: who are my favorites okay i think i'm really curious who you're gonna go with first i am too i don't like that you made me go first Because am I going? I can go first if you want. Well, this is the problem with me in drafts is I'm just thinking strategically. I just want to swipe Jesse from you, but like he's not my first favorite, so I can't do that. Like morally, you know. But should I do it anyways? That would
0: make me upset.
1: (laughs) No, I'm gonna go Cody. I like Cody better than Jesse. Oh,
0: Cody's a good pick. So then I get two. You did that. So I will take Jesse. And
1: I know who you're going with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a couple options.
1: Uh Uh-huh. You're going to go with Romeo.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know me. (laughs) I love me some Romeo. No, I was actually thinking Brad. Uh, just kidding. Um, I do love Brad though. (laughs) I, you didn't, you didn't swipe Jesse from me, so I won't do that. I'll take Carson.
1: Why? Because you know I'm going to go Carolyn? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Carolyn. I I almost went (laughs) 1-1.
0: I know. I thought you might. I genuinely thought you might.
1: All right, so I got Cody and Carolyn, so now I go again? Yep. There's there's one season here where I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not seeing anyone I want. I have Uh, at least
0: one person in each season.
1: I don't think I do, which is fine. I will go... I'll go, uh, Omer. Oh, it, that that's hang it. it. Yeah. Leave him on the board. I'll take him.
0: I love Omer. That was my next one for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then I get to, if you take Tori, I swear, I'm going to take Shan. Are you actually? Yeah.
1: Wow. I thought outside she of the challenge USA
0: there. stuff. I really enjoyed Shan. I think yeah. she's a lot of fun to watch. Um, And hopefully that stuff is not not a thing anymore. But yeah, so I have Shan, uh, Carson, Jesse, and who do I... Now, this is where it gets tough. I feel like all of my favorites have been named already. So now I have to...
1: Shan was the only one from 41 that I considered. Yeah. Agreed. So I don't know if I'm taking from 41 again.
0: You already got Cody, dang it. Cody was a good pick.
1: Cody was a great pick. I I'm really struggling here. I'm like looking at these lists.
0: This is what... do we want to just do three people? <laughs> call, no, call no, no, there? no.
1: Because I think I I think I no, I want to push you here. Because I think if you pick a bad, if you pick someone here worse than my last pick,
0: I'm gonna beat you. Give me. Yep, give me Nasir. Oh. Nasir was wow. such a treat to watch. I enjoyed him a lot. Sure, He was just so happy to be there. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. That's not bad. Uh, I'm between two. And I feel like they're so similar. No, they're Talk not similar. Talk me through it. I can't even pick anymore. Talk me through who you're thinking. I'm between Cassidy and Franny, but I'm going to go Franny. Okay. Franny is a good pick. I think Franny was a l- Like Cassidy... Her endgame I really liked, and I think I was rooting for her, but I don't think, like, season-wide it was, like, as entertaining. But Franny, I think, is a solid pick.
0: Man, I should have got Ryan.
1: <laughs> There's so many people here that are, like, thank you for not coming back. Yeah, Genie? You remember Jeannie? Jeannie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. so I got Cody, Carolyn, Omer, and Franny, that's a solid four. Omer
0: made me mad. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I had Jesse, Carson, um, Shan, and Nasir.
1: Yeah, I gotta say that's a that's a good team. But I, Nasir's a wild card. That's a <laughs>
0: Nasir is a wild card. He just I saw his face and I was like, I love that smile. I can't not pick Nasir. I I was never gonna pick Nasir. Like I. <laughs> I that's don't remember I anything about him. No, honestly, once we did six, the first six, it was like, I don't freaking know. <laughs> we Should we just enough. keep going with this? Should we? No. T- no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where we're going to go from here. We got good Mount Ru- Mount Rushmore's. Of the modern era of Survivor. Mm-hmm. Hey, give me a returning season with those players. Yeah. I'll go. That's, that's kind of what it was. Like, I'm all of these people. I would love to see back all eight of them. All right. All right, well, well, I think that's it for Survivor 44. What do you think, Nathan? Best season ever or worst season ever?
1: I don't answer like that. You know that. (laughs) The world exists on a spectrum beyond just yes or no.
0: I'm going best season ever.
1: Uh, There is no best season, so every season's worst season ever.
0: There's a best season.
1: Maybe. Another another episode, we'll discuss that. Yes. (laughs) I think we'll be on a break for a bit because the next show is Big Brother, which mm-hmm. doesn't start until August, August 2nd. Mm-hmm. So we have a solid two months and a week until that. So maybe we we might have to get on this summer and do a bonus something or another. I don't know if it's... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That'd be super fun. Do another... We already have a Survivor winners
0: ranked out there. Maybe we could do a rewatchable. We could do a, like watch a season, an old season and review it. We could do that. We could finally rank Big Brother players
1: or winners. We, we haven't done that. We absolutely. Uh, could. Maybe we'll. Yeah, we, we got options, but I, th- I think we should do something before August, perhaps. But if you don't hear from us until then, that's why. And it's a good thing that you love Big Brother because it's coming back. I love Big Brother. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'll I'll get there. I think I think in the next month when I don't have Survivor, I'll be like, okay, I think this is the year. This is the year that Big Brother's gonna be good again. And I'll probably give it a couple weeks and then it's gonna be like, oh boy, here we go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it is interesting that it's starting in August. I yeah. think the speculation is because of the writer's strike that's happening, so they want to fill that's the prime time. Seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is whatever, I guess. But, you know, it leaves a pretty slow summer, I guess. Because yeah. the challenge also starts then. That'll
0: right? be fun. I feel like I get to enjoy the summer a little bit, though. So that'll be nice. Yeah, go see some movies or something. Yeah. Fill, fill our Thursday nights elsewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for Not Game All Personal. Uh, find more episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Listen York Podcasts. Really? We're on... Twitter, and Instagram, at Pod. That is at Pod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony, and we will see you for Big Brother season. Let's full
0: tilt boogie.